Hi, welcome to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. In this podcast, we'll be discussing self-care routines, mindset practices, and mindfulness habits. We'll combat the stigma around mental health in order to create a safe and open community for people to connect and not feel alone. Focus on your mindset rather than your situation. It's a game changer. Grow your mindset and look how far you'll go. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. I hope you're having a fantastic, mindful Monday. You guys, I haven't been here in a while. Couple of things. Today, I am recording outside on my new deck, and the new neighborhood that I'm in has a lot of noises. We have trains, we have planes, we have fire stations. So this is a very experimental um, podcasting area on the deck outside my new apartment. I just moved in with the growth mindset guy, my boyfriend, Nate, and that is why I've been kind of off the grid. So just for future reference for this episode, if you hear anything outside, I'm sorry, I'm testing this out. (laughs) So here's a little bit of a life update why my account has been kind of slow and quiet. The reason for that is on the 13th, so last Monday was my first day of school. So as I'm recording right now, I survived (laughs) my first week back at school. And this school year has felt the most quote unquote normal so far of the past three school years of teaching during a pandemic. I teach in New York City. And everyone has to wear a mask in the school building, regardless of vaccination. Uh, But teachers this time can stay in their classrooms and the students are rotating around their classes just like they used to. Last year's school year, the kids did stay in one room. They obviously all wore masks, but the kids stayed in one room and the teachers rotated. So as a teacher, you weren't in, you know, your sphere of creativity, your own classroom, which actually means a lot to teachers. So it is going good so far. I'm going to talk about it more in this episode. It's going to be a short one, uh, a little quick 20 minutes, maybe 15, give or take. It probably may go over because, you know, I like to talk us Geminis. Um, But I wanted to go over some ways to cope with transitions and repositioning. Before I get to that, I just want to, again, thank you guys so much for all of the wonderful support. I know the past couple weeks, um, even in August, I've been kind of inconsistent because life just happens. And I want to let you guys know that I always want to be consistent for you and show up for you guys. And so now that life has kind of calmed down a little bit, I, again, I'm going to go back to the consistent every Monday podcast episode. So thank you guys for sticking with me through all the highs and lows and showing up for you guys is the reason I do these podcasts. I do them to kind of a little bit of talk therapy for myself, but then also going through the talk therapy for myself. You guys can maybe catch a glimmer of some things that can help you as well if you're going through a similar situation. And before we get into the episode, 
I am back into the grind of teaching. So there are three amazing Arbonne products that have been saving me as per usual. I always put them in my water bottle and I call it the energetic glow drink. There's three things I always put in my water bottle. After lunch, it's middle of the day. The coffee has worn off. <laughs> I'm full from lunch and my stomach may be hurt a little bit because I ate my lunch super fast. Because teachers, we got to get things done. I got to make copies, you know? So three things I put in my drink. The Energy Fizz Sticks, which are amazing, all-natural energy supplement. It could replace coffee. It's replaced one of my coffees because usually I used to drink two. It has... B vitamins, ginseng, guarana, and green tea for natural caffeine. And there's also not a caffeine hangover like you get from coffee. No crashes. So it keeps me nice and energized so I can survive the second half of the day. I also put in my gut health stick. The gut health stick is made with ginger, probiotics, and prebiotics to help with my digestive system and deep loading after I eat my lunch. It also helps with gut fatigue. Last but not least, I put in my skin elixir, which is vegan collagen, to help with my hair, skin, and nails. That also tastes like an acai bowl. It's amazing. The skin elixir alone tastes delicious. So what I've been putting in is the blood orange energy fizz stick, the gut health, and then the acai skin elixir. You guys, it tastes so good. And you know how some energy drinks as well taste very sugary? When the three of these... Um, different fizz sticks, if you will, are put together. They taste so good and not too sugary. Again, they're vegan, all natural ingredients. They come in a little stick pouch that you can take with you, put in your bag, put in your purse, put in your pocket, honestly, you guys, and take them out whenever you need. I didn't really use them too much over the summer because I was having my smoothies, but now that I'm back in the teacher grind, is back to the energy fizz stick the gut health, and the skin elixir. So if you guys are interested in any of those products, please feel free to send me a DM. If you have questions about them, if you want to have questions about how they work, pricing, any of those things, which ones would work best for you, I'm here for you. And if you're interested, please let me know. One last thing. October 2nd, again, is the Growth Mindset Guy Nate's Marathon. He is doing a 50-mile bike ride across Long Island to support the cause to help people with disabilities such as autism. So if you want to donate some money towards the cause, the link is in my show notes and it's also linked in my bio. All right, everybody, you know the next step. We are having a wonderful quote. Here's a plane. Here it is. <laughs> from the Doing Well Daily Journal. And again, if you guys are interested in the Doing Well Daily Journal, that is also linked in my show notes. Today's quote is, I will focus on what I can do. Today, I will focus on what I can do. This is for all my perfectionists, multitaskers, especially my teachers out there with their first week or month of school. In a day, you're trying to do it all. I have to get this done, this, this, this. You have 20 things you have to do. But people, we're only human. You can't do everything in a day. Rome was not built in a day. What's been helping me a lot with multitasking, especially for planning for the new school year, I focus on three big things I need to get done, right? These need to be done today. 
three things. So that way I do not overwhelm myself because sometimes I would make a to-do list of like 10 things and then I'd get so mad at myself that I didn't complete those 10 things. Well, hello, Allie, because you're trying to do 10 things in a day and they'd be like 10 big things. So what has kind of helped me less overwhelm myself is I focus on three big things I need to get done today. Sometimes the three big things can be in one category of my life or the three big things can be in three different categories of my life. So for example, today is Sunday. Today, Nate and I, we have to go grocery shopping because we have no food in our fridge. So we got a food shop for the week. That's definitely something I need to do. Today, I also need to organize our bedroom with all of our things. Like I still have suitcases everywhere that needs to be organized. So that way I can get ready for work tomorrow successfully. And then the last thing is I need to finish making my pre-assessment for my students this week. Okay. Those are the two or three big things I need to do. Two of them had to do with my personal life. One of them had to do with my work life. Okay. Some days I need to do three big things for work. That's going to be most days. And then sometimes there'd be three big things I need to do for my personal life. I got a lot of weddings coming up with all my wonderful friends. So you got to get dress fittings, got to get the shoes, all those things. So when you're making your to-do lists, focus on three things you need to get done. Like something will happen if they do not get done that day. Okay. Because we make to-do lists and for 10 things, but that need to be done like within two weeks from now. Okay. And I know we want to get ahead, you know, we want to plan ahead and, you know, be ahead of life. But when you're always striving to be ahead in life, you overwhelm yourself, you stress yourself out, and then you're not enjoying things. I find myself all the time if I'm like, you know, at a party with some friends, at a winery, or I'm at a family dinner and I'm thinking, oh, I have to do this when I get home, I gotta do this. You're not living in the moment, you're constantly living in the future. Enough is enough. Slow down and focus on three things you can accomplish in the day because you're human you can only do so much in a day organize yourself be realistic with yourself and then you'll see how successful you can be okay so let's get into the meat of this podcast this podcast is called repositioning and transitions because within the past couple weeks i've had to reposition and transition so I know a lot of us are kind of going through that. Also, the seasons are changing. Summer is going and fall is coming into play. Thank goodness I'm done sweating. I'm done. I'm over it. I'm over the humidity. My Italianness is I'm sweating constantly. My curly hair has not want to work with me. We're done here. <laughs> so we are transitioning into fall. I'm actually sitting outside right now and it's beautiful. It's 64 degrees. And it's crazy because when I do podcasts, I get so passionate what I'm talking about. I start to like sweat a lot. But when I'm outside, it's a beautiful 64 degree day. Guys, I'm not sweating. Just so we're aware. And so within the past couple of weeks, I've had to start my fifth year of teaching and move out of my childhood home. So just starting a first school year alone, that takes a lot of adapting, transitioning. You have brand new students um, this year. 
I am teaching sixth and seventh grade social studies, so I haven't taught sixth grade yet. So I'm in the process of getting myself familiar with the sixth grade curriculum. I'm also teaching a self-contained, so that is a special ed program in my school. And I am special ed certified. I got my master's in special ed. So I've never taught the curriculum and the teaching strategies before. So that has been a huge transitional spot. And I'm learning as I go. That's a really important thing here, especially because, you know, like many of you listening, we have imposter syndrome. We're perfectionists. We base our life worth on our achievements. Um, Those for all of my like top students out there. If you're a top student in your youth, now that you're an adult, you feel like all of your worth is in your accomplishments and how good you are at like getting things like right off the bat. And I told myself this school year is going to be very different because it's a new grade and then a new program as well. So be kind to yourself. The first week of school, I learned very quickly that I need to change my teaching style, which there's nothing wrong with that. And I was like, you know what? From the first week of school, I know I'm going to change my seating arrangements in my classroom. My kids are wonderful. They're so sweet. They're so excited to be there. And I'm not used to teaching sixth grade. So they're kind of still in that elementary mind mentality where I'm used to teaching like eighth graders are like ready to peace out and go to high school. So there's definitely new teaching strategies and classroom management strategies that I need to focus on. And usually, usually, um, before Growth Mindset Gal Alley, Allie would have been very overwhelmed and very scared and think she's a terrible teacher and freak out. But as the first week of school was going on, I'm like, you know what? It's very different, but that's okay. I'm learning new teaching skills, right? Because the growth mindset, guys, we are lifelong learners. And now, I after the school year, I would have had the skills of teaching 7th and 8th grade and 6th grade social studies. Now, I've taught an honors class, general education classes, ICT classes with a co-teacher, and self-contained. So my teacher toolbox is filling up. That's how I'm seeing it. I'm not freaking out and be like, oh, this is a new school year. I have no idea what I'm doing. I never taught this before, yada, yada, yada. Is that going to make me a better teacher? No. If you guys are now in your jobs, my teachers out there, my people who are working in corporate, and you have a new project going on that you've never done before relax. It's okay not to be amazing at something that you are starting with. Be gentle with yourself. When you're going through a big transition, whether it's for work or your personal life, be gentle with yourself. Be patient with yourself. Okay? We have such high expectations for ourselves, which is, you know, a good thing because, you know, we hold ourselves to a high standard, but we also need to remember that we are people, we are human beings and going through a big transition takes an emotional toll, a mental toll because humans were creatures of habit. We love our routines. All right. We love knowing what's going to happen next. But when we're in a transition, whether for personal life or work, that throws us off our game a little bit. And now this is the first school year that I'm back in my classroom. So I had to, you know, relearn how to like situate my classroom. What posters should I put up? You know, what I need to write on the board. Where should I put my desks? Like all of those things. Because I haven't had to do that for two years. So 
even little things like that you're like oh yeah and it was actually kind of funny that I was talking to one of my friends um at work and we were both like after the first day of school we were saying to each other like I forgot like what to even say on the first day of school because we just you know for a normal school year what do you say on the first day of school how do you how do I introduce myself again as, a, as the new teacher like you know we had to relearn how to do that because we've been so out of that type of routine and now moving out right moving out of your childhood home i've lived in that bedroom for 27 years i grew up in that house like that was the house i was born into and now i am living in an apartment with my boyfriend like what and so that's a new routine i need to get used to and i'm an early riser i got up at 7 30 this morning meanwhile we were out until 12 30 last night and for me that's a late night teachers if you hear me 12 30 that's a late one for us okay and i woke up and i got i left the you know bedroom i have a brand new coffee maker that brews coffee no more keurig I made my coffee, I sat on our couch and I read my book and now I'm doing a podcast. So that's a new routine that I get to look forward to. Like I'm testing out, okay, like should I sit outside? Should I sit inside? As you can tell, I've been up, I was up till 1230 AM. Do you hear the party girl voice <laughs> that is in my voice? Cause when you're a party, you're constantly socializing. And so my voice is just like, hey. <laughs> so just having that new transition, those new routines. It takes a little bit for your body to get used to it. When you are in a new space in your life, it's all about experimenting. Even with my kids, you know, they're excited to be back at school, but some of them haven't been in school since, like, if they're in eighth grade right now, they didn't have a normal school year since they were in sixth grade. So learning new routines they even said, is you know, it's a little overwhelming to like learn the school again and, you know, switch from class to class because last year they didn't have to switch from class to class. And they even said like the new routines are a little stressful. And I told them that's totally fine because we haven't done this in a while. So when you're going through something new, it's okay to test out what routines work and what routines do not work. And learning to pivot and adapt to these new routines. Like, man, I keep hearing this all the time and it's just so true that the only thing constant in life is change. So learning how to adapt is such an important life skill to have. You're not gonna have the same routines forever. And that's fine if you don't have the same routines all the time. Sometimes change is a good switch up and teaching a new grade and program is really teaching me how to teach in different ways and what ways are going to be successful for my students. And it is a little overwhelming and scary at first because I want to be the best teacher I can be for those kids. But I also have to tell myself I've never done this before. So it's totally okay to make mistakes. Lessons may flop that's all right. As long as the kids are learning and they're enjoying themselves, if the lesson flops, the lesson flops. Now I know, hey, that lesson did not work out. How can I adapt it for 
the next time. I even learned that my first week of school, I gave them the, this uh, cool activity I do, investigate the teacher, where instead of me, you know, standing up in the room and going, oh, this is what I like to do, da-da-da, I give them pictures of what I like to do, and then they have to make inferences and observations on what type of person I am based on the evidence I provided for them, right? Thinking like a historian, if you will, you know, slide that in there. And I learned that um, I didn't give them any sentence starters. So I was like, hey, just do the observation, write it out. And now I'm learning based on even that one activity that my students need more, you know, scaffolds and guidance. So to use sentence starters, right? So Miss Romanelle likes to do blank because, and then they can explain it right? I didn't realize I had to do that. Then I saw them working on it. They were able to make observations, but they do seem like they need just a little bit of help, which is totally fine. And I'm like, hey, now going into the next week of lessons, I'm going to make sure my lessons have a lot of sentence starters and scaffolds. And I can always pull those away if I need, but it is the beginning of the year. So let me do that. I'm also giving my students a pre-assessment to see um, where their background knowledge of social studies is. So that way I can be like, hey, they know this content. I don't need to worry about it. Maybe review a little bit. But then there's some things that they really need to go through in more detail. And that's the skills that I focus on. Right? So learning to adapt. When you see something's not working, stop doing it. You may have been doing that skill or strategy or whatever for a long time, but now it's not applicable to what you are doing. Stop doing it. Adapt and change. Pivot. Okay, you guys? We need to understand that the only way we can be successful is gaining the new skills. You're not going to be doing the same thing for the rest of your life. Your skills are going to grow. They're going to change. Do not be overwhelmed by the newness. I don't even know if that's a word. It might be. Do not be overwhelmed. You have all of the answers of what you need to do inside you. Get past the fear of the overwhelm. Because, you know, the night before school, I I barely got any sleep. Because, you know, it's the first day jitters like anyone. But this was a very different year. And I told myself, I was like, be kind to yourself. Because I know if I get inside my head and I'm like, oh, no, I'm a terrible teacher. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm not going to be the best teacher for those kids. Get past the fear, the overwhelm. Tell yourself, I got this. I can figure it out. I've been telling myself that this whole first week of school. I was like, I'm going to figure it out. I may not get it right now. I'm going to figure it out. I always figure it out. So you're putting trust in yourself. Tell yourself, I'm always going to figure it out. No matter how difficult something is or scary or overwhelming or stressful, I'm going to figure it out. You are going to figure it out. You always do, don't you? Don't shake your head because you do. You always figure it out. Somehow, some way. You're here, aren't you? You figured it out. So when there's a new transition in your life, experiment. What works, what does not work? And stop doing the same routines that don't work for your new situation. New situation, new routine, new strategy, new skill. Don't stay stuck in what you know. 
do not stay stuck in what you know. Because then you will not be successful in the new situation. For instance, when I would go over to Nate's apartment before I lived there, um, he sleeps later than me. And so I would, you know, stay in bed and just wait for him to wake up and things like that. And I'd be so bored because I'm like an early riser. I like to get up and like to do things. And now it's the first morning here. And I woke up and I was like, let me go do something. Right. It's now it's my apartment. You know, I free range to go, you know, do whatever I want, which I've always had in the apartment. But it's something about when it's yours. And I made a really great morning. Like I said, I had my coffee with my new coffee machine. I read my book. I'm reading Instructions for Dancing by Nicola Yoon. Great book, by the way. Highly recommend. But trying out the new routines. When you experience a new transition, reposition. Okay? You went to work. You have a new project. And usually with projects, perhaps maybe you are able to you know, do things the night before and still, you know, rock at it. But this is a new project and it's a lot of work. And you're realizing, hmm, maybe doing things the day before is not going to work because you started doing it and you start, you know, doing little presentations here of your new project that you worked on last minute and it's not working. It's falling, you know, it's not landing, if you will. So now you see, oh, that clearly doesn't work. Maybe now for the next portion of the project you need to present, now you need to make a plan of when am I going to get this work done? Because clearly doing it last minute is not serving me anymore. And that's fine. It doesn't mean that you're not quick on your feet anymore. It just means this is a different project that requires different skills. Some things that teaching during a pandemic has taught me is adapt, adapt, adapt. I cannot teach the same as I did. Cannot do that. Life is very different now. And I'm also learning that living on your own has its new experiences. I've had to learn how to budget more, obviously, making lists of my budget. We made an Excel file of how to budget, all of these things. Because if I don't budget, I'm just not going to pay attention. And now I got even more bills to pay than I did living at home. You're going to go through many stages in your life. Those stages are going to require new habits and routines. They are. And let me tell you, that's a good thing. Because like, imagine doing the same, living the same day your whole life. It's a little boring. But just know if you're going through a new transition right now, you'll figure it out. You're going to figure it out. It might be really overwhelming. You might be second guessing, like, did I make the right decision? Right? If you if you move to a new city, maybe away from your family for a job or just a new experience, and now you're second guessing it, you move there for a reason. If you being in that city was not going to serve you, you wouldn't have moved there. Another thing that's helped is trusting, also, you know, myself, like I'm going to figure it out, like I always do, but also trusting the grand scheme of things. Nothing is coincidence. 
nothing. Nothing is a coincidence. You are exactly where you're supposed to be right now for a reason, an opportunity, a lesson, a chance to find new skills, a chance to grow with yourself. You are exactly where you need to be. So it's time to trust in the universe, the grand scheme of plans. Because you are on a specific journey, right? And so your specific journey, think of it like a book, right? You're in a certain chapter. Now a chapter of that life is ending and now a new one is beginning. Don't be afraid of it. Do not be afraid. And just know and trust. And I know that's really scary to like let go of that control because me with anxiety, my huge thing is control. All of my actions that I do is so I can have this illusion of control. You have no control. What happens in life? Okay. Like I always said, you have a little bit, you know, control, you know, how, you know, with your grades and your habits and your routines, the type of person you are, all those things, but life is still going to happen. And you need to relinquish that control and just understand that you have control of how you're going to react to life. Because here I am with a new uh, program and a new grade to teach. I could be like, I don't want to do this. I'm scared. I don't know what I'm doing. How could, you know, they change my my program? I've been teaching the same program for four years, da-da-da-da, and, like, be angry about it. But over the summer, I was like, well, this is a new opportunity. Clearly, I'm supposed to teach these children with this new program, with this new grade. I'm probably going to learn some things from teaching the new grade and the new program. And throughout the school year, I'm going to pivot, adapt the whole time, the whole time. And then I'm going to learn new skills. And I'm going to trust myself that I'm going to figure it out like I always do. And I'm going to trust the universe and understanding I'm supposed to teach these children for a reason. Okay. Maybe they're here to teach me something. Maybe I'm here to help inspire them and enjoy learning again. Right. There's good, there's a reason, right? Now I moved in with Nate and now we can start building our future together. And let me tell you, of course, I miss my home. I miss my childhood bedroom and the routines that I would have and, you know, being with my parents and all those things, but it was time. Nate and I have been dating two and a half years. I'm 27. It is now time. And I, the whole time in my house, too, I felt this, it's time to go. It's time to go. Like something inside me was like, your time and the person you were in this house, she's not there anymore. You're a new person. You're always growing. It's time to grow into a new environment, a new life. And everyone keeps asking me, like, how do you feel? Are you nervous? Are you excited, right, about moving in with, you know, with Nate? And I'm just like, yeah, I'm excited for the new life that him and I are going to build. And, of course, you have the, you know, typical just, like, little nervousness of just, like, a new place, a new spot, you know, being with each other all the time. 
and all those things. Your, your typical nervousness, but like it that doesn't even matter to me. I'm like ready for this next step. And your body never lies to you. Your body knows it's this opportunity wherever you're at. It, this is where you're supposed to be. This It's time. And so I wasn't, of course, I miss my house, but I'm like not emotionally like, oh my gosh, like I miss it so much. It's like, I appreciate the time I lived there and now it's time to go somewhere else. So for teaching, I appreciated the time I had teaching seventh and eighth grade. And I'm excited to teach into sixth grade and sixth grade's world history. And I love world history, like ancient civilizations. <gasps> I'm so excited to teach that. That is my, like, I'm a little biased. I love world history. American history is great too, but world history, oh, love it. So it's okay. If you're feeling a little uneasy right now, that's normal. But just know my wonderful growth mindset gang, you're going to figure it out. Hi guys. I hope you enjoyed that episode. It's my first kind of quick one to see how we feel about it. Let me know how much you enjoyed this episode. You can tag me in your stories. You can rate, subscribe, and review on Apple Podcasts. Follow me on Spotify, and I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Bye.